Welcome to Concussion Stories, a Life Yana podcast series filled with hope. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone in your concussion recovery. I'm Melanie, and I spent more than six years experimenting, training, and learning in order to heal myself from a very bad case of post-concussion syndrome. And today, I feel better than ever before. In Concussion Stories, we dig deep while discussing hopeful stories of recovery, as well as the hard stuff in the messy middle. If you're struggling to focus, be sure to take breaks. Down in the description of each episode, you can find a table of contents in case you want to skip ahead. Let's dive right in. Hi, and welcome to the third and last Concussion Stories episode covering the Center TBI Convention of September the 30th and October the 1st, 2022. If you haven't watched them or listened to them yet, I advise you to head on over to the first two episodes covering the Center TBI Convention, so the ones that precede this episode, because those cover footage from the convention itself and it will give you an idea of everything that happened. This episode is my report of the convention, so why might this be interesting for you? It could be that you have visited doctors who weren't able to help you recover until now, or you have visited doctors who were able to help you, but you haven't achieved full recovery yet. And what typically happens to a lot of us in the meantime is that we are lost in a system. How do you get back to your normal energy, your normal self, and your dreams? I try to bridge that by bringing you the newest scientific findings so that you have access to facts and so that you don't have to feel as alone as I did in everything that you experience. People are working to help you. Even though it doesn't reach you right away today in the doctor's office, it's still out there. And that's what I want to bring to you. So in this episode, I combine everything that was said and shared at the convention with my experiences so that it may almost feel to you like you were there with me. So before we get started, let's first make sure that the abbreviations you just heard and the difficult words are clear to everyone. So in the name Sender TBI, you hear TBI. TBI means traumatic brain injury. Concussions and post-concussion syndrome are brain injuries. And Sender TBI is one of the largest studies worldwide focusing on studying concussions, post-concussion syndrome, along with other brain injuries. That's the context that will help you understand everything that will be covered in this episode. So what is Sender TBI exactly? For over eight years, 175 researchers worked on studying traumatic brain injuries. And that's just in the EU. Because Center TBI formed a collaboration between funding agencies in the US, Canada, and the EU. And that's why Center TBI has a sister project in the US and Canada called Track TBI. What's pretty cool, I think, is that they both work on similar research questions. And the thing is, if they both find similar things on different continents, suddenly there's a massive body of evidence ready to change the perception about concussions and post-concussion syndrome and the way we as patients receive care. You know, by the way, the thing that I really liked about Center TBI is that at the start, their leadership set out on a course of, I'm going to say it, ego destruction. 
you know, because specialists are known for their humongous egos, right? The conviction was, and I fully agree, that the field of traumatic brain injury is long overdue for transformation. And you can't transform a field filled with dogmas, sacred cows, and egos. Amen to that. And the wonderful thing is that because of this selection of those who were willing to let their egos just sail away, a really warm and informal and enthusiastic and passionate group of humans welcomed me to their convention. It really took all I got not to stand there flabbergasted, but really listen to these researchers' stories when they came to share them with me. Because I was taken aback by the stark contrast of the specialists that I had met during my recovery and the ones I was now speaking to. The words that come to mind are compassion, understanding, recognition. I heard people owning mistakes. And most of all, I think an unrelentless willingness to change the post-concussion care that can no longer be. I already mentioned that one of the most important findings of center TBI has been that mild TBI, so concussions and post-concussion syndrome, are not mild. Another very important fact they uncovered is that 90% of all traumatic brain injuries is so-called mild. And at the convention, this was a critical point. Why was that? Well, Historically, the more severe traumatic brain injury cases, such as patients entering the ER with a brain bleed, for example, were seen as, yeah, the ones that deserved all the attention. Those were the patients who needed to be operated on. Their lives were at stake. And yes, that work was and always will be very important, extremely important even. But... This unconsciously warped the common vision in such a way that milder brain injuries, being concussions, were overlooked. The how and the why of the situation are a research topic in itself. So let's focus on the fact that concussions were not being taken seriously since they were, from a specialist point of view, not that serious. Like with many things in history, this is a painful awakening. And the Center TBR researchers fully acknowledged this. In this opening statement, Andrew Maas, one of the project coordinators of Center TBI, directly stated that the medical community is failing concussion patients. And that was just one of many more of such statements. So at the convention, researchers made the case to shift most of their focus to concussions and post-concussion syndrome from now on. They said things that reflect our own experiences, like patients are being told that there is nothing wrong with them, that their symptoms are psychosomatic, and that they have to live with it. That can be. This has to change. One other thing that I noticed during and after the convention is that traditionally, concussions have been labeled as mild traumatic brain injuries as being different from moderate and severe traumatic brain injuries. But, as I just mentioned already, Center TBI uncovered that mild traumatic brain injuries are not that mild. A lot of researchers, such as Dr. Diaz Aristea and Dr. Sessler from the US, as well as Professor Tenovuo from Finland, 
whom you can listen to in other Concussion Stories episodes, want this categorization gone, as it is misleading on all fronts. Since Center TBI has now unmistakably proven that concussions and post-concussion syndrome are not so mild, we already knew it, but now everybody knows it, or at least everybody can find it in research, this finding is the start of the much-needed realization and change by doctors, policymakers, lawyers, and society. One thing that also became apparent during the convention is that there is a need for specialized concussion doctors. Of course, there are some around the world who have seen this need and who have specialized by experience. But globally, there needs to be consistent post-concussion care by neurologists and other specialists who know everything about concussions and post-concussion syndrome. As one of the intensivists present openly acknowledged, which I found very courageous, that he is not suitable to treat traumatic brain injury patients who don't have injuries that need operation. He asked, who is suitable? I don't know. That's what he said. And if I have something to say about it, this is a specialization that needs to be developed in practice. And that was also the point that he was trying to make. One other finding that really left me astonished, but honestly, in hindsight, I should have known based on my own and a lot of your experiences, is that it really matters which hospital you choose to visit. This, of course, influences the outcome of your recovery path, but also determines the outcome of your treatment there. One of the facts researched and found was that the chance to die I'm not trying to scare you here. It's just one of the things that I heard and I want to make a point. So the chance to die in case of a severe brain injury can be as much as three times higher depending on the hospital one visits. That's of course an extreme example, but it shows one very important point that I learned the hard way. Doctors are people and all people are fallible. It is so important to go through all the motions, check everything that you can check, and follow your doctor's advice when it sounds logical or when you're in a situation you simply need to trust them. However, when you feel that a doctor is working against you, like when they are telling you that you have to go and learn live with your symptoms, while your gut is telling you that there just needs to be another way, go and look for it. Always follow your gut. Be your own best doctor. This is the one lesson that I paid dearly for with years of my life. Compile your own team of specialists that can help you, whether you meet them in real life or learn from them through books, podcasts, research papers, magazine articles, documentaries, you name it. This is the age of information, and if it's too much for you to go search for it all, I'm always here to help you. Know that I already did all of this for us, and through my interviews with people on concussion stories, all of this information is available to you too. There is no need for you to reinvent the wheel. Just head on over to the resources page, to the blog page, to the podcast page, wherever you want to go on the Lifeyana website, and you will find materials. Collect whatever you need right now. These are the things that really spoke to me during the convention. And I believe I just mentioned it already, but I just want to point it out again. The thing that 
that spoke to me most was the kindness and the warm-heartedness of people. They were all so driven to help patients with traumatic brain injuries get better care. It was wonderful to be there, and I was so grateful to having been invited and having been a part of those two days together with them. There have been two things that I missed during the convention. The first thing I missed, I already addressed at the end of the first Concussion Stories episode covering the Center TBI convention, so two episodes ago. The pillars on which future research coming from Center TBI will be based are prevention of traumatic brain injury, personalized categorization of patients, precision treatment, and prognosis. You can take it from me, these are very important things. However, the thing that I missed is who is going to translate all of these super important findings that Center TBI has found into protocols. The thing that I learned after going to this convention and being in touch with some of the researchers afterward is that these researchers have done a lot in order to get all of these facts about traumatic brain injury on the table. They continue doing research in order to get even more facts, figures, anything on the table. But a researcher is a researcher. So it is not their job to translate all of these findings into practice. But my question is, who then? Whose job is this? In my opinion, we need to change the care that all of us with concussion and post-concussion syndrome are getting yesterday. Like, not today, yesterday. Day before even. What I also learned later is that recently, a specialized field called knowledge transfer or implementation science has developed. This has as its goal to translate research findings into practice. However, it can be quite hard for research groups, alongside moving mountains while doing research, to get this moving. So, since the convention, I have a new secondary mission, but I'll get back to it later. The second thing that I realized that I had missed during the conference, only after it was finished, was that a full-spectrum approach to treating concussions and post-concussion syndrome, like I applied for my recovery, was missing. I learned that some countries are way ahead of others when it comes to recognizing and having plans on how to help concussion and post-concussion patients. However, the countries that are most advanced in this, as I understood, are focusing on referring patients to existing care providers such as physiotherapists, psychologists, and so on. And yes, this is so much better than what most of us get or got. I acknowledge that. But what I miss is the complete package of concussion care that can help cure so many patients right now. So research so far has been focusing on biomarkers and neurotransmitters. How can we change that in order to have patients' brains be better able to recover from concussion injuries? What I believe post-concussion care should entail is everything medical that Center TBI is already researching, plus the whole range of training and lifestyle changes that isn't covered with biomarkers or future medicine and that is such a crucial part of post-concussion recovery. What I'm talking about means a treatment that makes sure that your primal needs are well taken care of so that your body is in a state that recovery is possible from. 
What's also needed is resilience training and rehabilitation tools in order to keep you going when recovery gets hard, which it always does. Specific dietary changes to feed your body and your brain the building blocks that they need to heal. Provide it with the right physical exercise at the right intervals, followed by the right breaks. Learn how to help your body and mind get out of the constant state of stress and how to respond to chronic pain. And last but not least, your brain needs training focused on the functions that you have lost or that have diminished since you sustained your concussion. That's a lot, right? I know. But these are the most important, not all, but the most important elements that I applied to finally and fully recover from my concussion after six and a half years of post-concussion syndrome. As long as this care can't be found in the conventional medical system, you can find it in the Cure My Concussion course. It contains everything that I have spent years learning in downloadable sessions, so you don't need to watch a screen, and it includes one free coaching session to help you tailor the materials to your situation. My secondary mission I talked about before, I truly hope that the Cure My Concussion course becomes obsolete because everybody gets the full package of care that they ought to get. So those are two things that I missed during the convention. It doesn't mean that the researchers aren't doing their jobs. They have done a great job. Everything that they have found is so meaningful to us. And I will also use this to help change the system. I will do my best in whatever humble way I can to make sure that all of you who sustained their concussions after me will get better care. All in all, I am thankful to the Center TBI coordinators to invite me and to be able to relay all of this information to you. It was wonderful meeting so many passionate researchers dedicated to changing the way concussion and post-concussion syndrome patients are being treated. As a closing note, I understand that this has been a lot and that this also may raise questions in your mind. If you want, you can always drop them below this video or in the comment section on the website, liveyana.com. I will be happy to answer them or to ask one of the researchers to answer them for you.